Hello and welcome to episode 23 of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by Ruck.co.uk and Altius Images. I'm your host, Todd Dudley, and I'm joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief of Ruck.co.uk and my co-host, Steve Smith. Steve, happy new year, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing good, mate. Doing good. It's good to be back. It's been a while. It is good to be back, and good to be back for the second time in uh, in 10 minutes, because uh, the being the professional that I am, uh, forgot to press record the first time round, so so we're going again. We're going again. Even though they won't have heard that, we learned from our mistakes, Todd, and we move on. Yeah, we were. That's we were a, that's the theme of the first five minutes of the previous podcast was that, like Steve says, we we learn from our mistakes. We're looking to develop ourselves in 2022. Um, so Wales you know, are going to win the Six Nations. Wales are going to win the Six Nations, which we'll come on to again. So, um, but yeah, I forgot to press record, so you missed out on all that gold. Um, and guys, honestly, it was probably the best four minutes of podcasting we've ever done. Um, but it's just been lost to the ether at this point. So we'll see what we can come up with this time. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. So what, I mean, I mean, look, we've been through this already, you know, we, we know we've been through it, but the people don't. So, so what are we, what are we kind of looking forward to this year, mate? There's a lot going on. Just run us through some of the, uh, the big events for the year. We've got Six Nations, we've got Premiership Final, which I think is going to be big this year. We've got Summer Tours. The Women's World Cup is something I'm really looking forward to, although it seems like it's going to be a bit of a landslide. And then the Summer Tours, we've got the All Blacks finally coming back to Twickenham. That's going to be epic. Yeah, A rematch from 2019 as well. That's going to be crazy. So a big a big year ahead, basically. Uh, so the, the plan to start with is just to go through some of those things and give some predictions, have a bit of a chat, uh, and just see what we think. Now, we're not known for our accurate predictions on this podcast, um, but we're also not known for sitting, sitting on the fence. Yeah. yeah, I think, like I kind of mentioned in, uh, in take one of the pod, I predicted at the start of the season that Leicester wouldn't do much better than they did last year, so 10th or 11th, I think I said. So, you know. Well, yeah, and I, I predicted Wales to get the wooden spoon last year, so. Yeah. So we've learn, had, learn. Yeah, we've had some stinkers, but we're hoping that 2022 is the year of... I don't know accuracy, just being more knowledge, more knowledgeable, and making it look like that was my year's resolution to become better at predictions. Better at predictions, yeah. And how do you predict that's going to go? Awfully. <laughs> that that could be a good and that's one. The only one I'll get right. <laughs> right. So let's uh, go in. I mean, rough chronological order. It doesn't really matter. Let's start with the Six Nations. Um, it's shaping up to be a bit of a humdinger, one of the best we, that we can potentially remember. I think five teams could potentially win the Six Nations this year. I would say four, but I'm going to say five because I can't write off Wales again. You've got to win it again. I'll <laughs> never live it down. I think if Wales win the Six Nations, I'll change the Rooks Instagram account into an Alan, Alan Wynne Jones tribute account for a week. Holy shit. Okay, that's all right. That, that's big. Now, someone, someone out there, hopefully a Welsh person, Alan Wynn, yourself, if you're listening, which I know you are. I think he's blocked us on Instagram after <laughs> <laughs> a funny story. Well, maybe this is how we get him back. Wales need to win the Six Nations. Exactly. And then it can become a tribute page. And then, I don't think you want to share the video of him doing the splits. I'll tell you that. Well, you know what? If he doesn't want that, then don't do the splits on camera. You know? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. Todd going in on Alan Wynn. <laughs> there's, the, there's the headline for the first episode of the pod in 2022. Um, okay, so you, so you you think four, 
but you're going to throw Wales in there as well. So you, you think Scotland have got a chance as well? I think Scotland always have a chance, but it always just seems to go shit straight away. Yeah. Like, I remember, I think it was 2018, there was so much positivity, and then they, they went to Wales and they just got easily beaten on the opening day, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. They always, well, like last year when they beat England, I thought this is the year, and then it just again. Oh, they beat, just, they beat France as well last year, didn't they? I think so, yeah. yeah. How can you beat England and France and not? Still not really be in the conversation at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it is. They are frust- they are frustrated because we know they've kind of been through this whole process of trying to play the most attacking brand of rugby in the world, and then they've turned into like a more dependable and solid team, but with those kind of flares flares of attack with you know Finn Russell and Hoggy and all that jazz. They have developed into a really really good side, and I I almost want them to win. I'm not. I'd obviously like England to win, obviously. But if it's I'd either want England to win a Grand Slam or Scotland to win the Six Nations. I think that's they're the two outcomes I want. I think it's like Scotland are consistent every year, and then someone else will just play a blinder and win it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know well, what I mean? Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's they're the like consistently yeah. nearly there, but then someone else just has like a like England either win it or finish fifth at the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which could I mean, which could be could definitely be the same again. Um, yeah, England's unpredictable, really. We're sort of like there. Even though we had such a good autumn, it wasn't, I don't know, you could just easily see us, like you said, we could finish anywhere from first to fifth, couldn't we? Yeah, I mean, we had such a good autumn because we scraped by against South Africa. Like, if, if we lost that South Africa game, I mean, to be fair, the performance was actually quite good, particularly in the first half. But if we lost that South Africa game, we wouldn't have said much about the autumn. We beat, we beat Tonga and we beat a pretty poor Australia side. Um, it's a good point. So, but we did beat Canada and the USA in the summer. Well, I mean that's true. I did. I did forget about, about that. that. Yeah, I did forget about that. Um, what a winning run! Well, let's let's go on to England then. Obviously, like, like we said, good autumn in the end because we beat South Africa. I think a very exciting time for English fans because there's, you know, there's a lot of uh, well, actually, there's not a lot of new talent coming through, but there's a few. There's a few very very talented players coming through. Um, it, it just feels like the squad has a different feel at the moment. Um, they're kind of transitioning. I think as well, oh, it? 100%. Needed a bit of a freshen up for sure. Um, I like it because um, everyone said to Eddie Jones, I think, like a year after, oh, you need to freshen up the squad. And now he's freshened up. He's like, I'll freshen it up, see? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And it's like, well, we asked you to do that ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're like, yeah, but George Ford and Billy Van and Macca are playing really well, so why don't they come back in? <laughs> Yeah, it's it, uh, damned if you do, damned if you don't, it, isn't it? It is, it is for sure. Um, but what do you, what do you think? I mean, I, I'm hoping that he kind of just sticks with those, you know, the Marcus Smiths, the Don Brants, the Freddie Stewards, which I think he probably will now at this point. What do you? I think he will. I think, I think you could bring Ford back in. To be fair, I think he yeah. could come back in, which which would be but entirely not, justified. But I think if he comes in, Farrell probably has to go. I don't think you can have those two together again. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't think you disagree. need to go one or the other, and you'll probably go with Farrell in the end. Yeah, yeah. Which again, to be fair, I think I, despite how good Ford's been recently, I think I'd probably, I'd probably do the same just because Farrell offers something a bit different to. But coming to coming off to my first prediction, mm-hmm. since we're right around it, I think Tom Curry will be England captain by the end just, of the year. I was just about to ask that very question, not about Curry, but who is going to be England captain? I like it. 
I think by the end of the year it'll be Curry, but I think intermediate it's going to stick with Big Courtney. But I think by the end of the year, Courtney will probably pick up an injury in the summer, I think, and there so we you, go. So you think Curry for one? You think Farrell's days of captain are officially over? Numbered, if numbered. not over. Okay, numbered. I just I think it's hard for him because he, he he doesn't demand a place in the team, in my opinion, at the moment. He, he definitely doesn't. No, he definitely doesn't. Just so even though you might hang on for a bit, I think by the end of the year, and I think Curry's the sort of the one after Laws and Farrell, and I think he'll go with Curry eventually. Yeah. Okay. I like it. He like came it. back and said, "Oh, Marrow, Captain England." I was like, "I don't think. I don't think you mean that." You just sort of responded to the furor of what you said the first time. Yeah, yeah. Doing a Lukaku. I of actually, course, I don't want to go to Inter Milan. <laughs> but their benches are comfier than Chelsea's. I actually think. Um, I actually don't think Marrow should be captain. No, neither do I. I think because I think Bruno was right the first time, but he's just sort of gone back yeah. on what he said. I, I, I don't even know whether I don't pretend to know enough about you know his leadership qualities or anything like that. I, ju- I just think he needs to have the license to play on the edge and kind of do what he wants. Whereas as captain, I feel like he just he wouldn't go I into that. I couldn't imagine South Africa ever making it to the best full time captain. Say again? Could you? Couldn't imagine South Africa ever making it to best like their cap, their full cap, no full time cap. Of course, he's captained them. I think on occasions, but yeah. Never going to be a full-time captain. You don't want your player like that to be captain because they're just going to have so much so much else to think about that they're not going to be able to... Well, it gives away all the penalties as well. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, how can how can Marrow get the lads under the post and be like, lads, our discipline's got to be better? Oh, sorry, I've conceded 12 penalties. <laughs> like, because, because, of, because for three of those penalties, he might steal the ball and, we might, and it might win us the game. So I think he needs to be allowed the flexibility and licence to do that, which I don't think he'd have as captain. So yeah, that's fun. So I mean, Courtney's Courtney's great. Courtney does a great job, and he like, I mean, he's an unbelievable player. He just seems to keep getting better. But but Curry could be the future. I like it. How old is he now? He must still only be like twenty four or something stupid. Exactly, he's just been around forever, hasn't yeah. he? I mean, with Courtney Laws, it's just like I love the guy, but I'm just not. I always think he's like the guy who's always about to drop out, and then he just puts in a blinder, and he's the first name on the team sheet. Yeah, eventually that's off. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, like you're in football when you have like a relegation team that just keeps pulling it out the bag last minute. Yeah. That's what he seems to do. And then one day, one day it just won't happen in a week. <laughs> like it's happened to, happened to Haskell for about four yeah. years where he was just about gone but kept sneaking back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, did you hear about the um, nickname Joe Marler gave him? No. Haskell at that no. The unsmushable turd. <laughs> I think that, that that doesn't describe Courtney Laws. It's no, kind I, of the same sort think, of vibe. I think, to be fair to Courtney, I think he's, I think he's probably put in a few more performances than uh, than Hask. But even not that if Marlowe's become the unflushable turd. Well, but he keeps trying to flush himself, and he just can't. He can't do it. <laughs> he keeps getting brought back. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a plumber. He's the ultimate floater, Marlowe is. <laughs> Uh, mate, Curry's twenty three still. How he's not twenty four? Not twenty four until June. Jesus, that's insane. Yeah. How many caps has he got? Uh, da, 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 da. He has got thirty five England caps and three British and Irish Lions caps. 
which is crazy. Nice. I thought it was after you would have been a few more England caps than that, but still, oh, that's <laughs> 23 35 caps at 23. That is pretty, pretty nuts. Christ. Feels like he's been around forever, but uh, would he not debut at 18 or something? Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, when his brother was supposed to, but got injured. <laughs> he hates it. <laughs> Um, all right, well, that's a, that's a good prediction. We'll put that on the list. Curry is captain by the end of the year. Staying on a similar theme, what do you think your what do you think England's starting back row is going to be in the Six Nations? Um, Laws Underhill uh, Curry. Do you reckon? Do you think Curry at eight? Yeah, he's just not. Just, I don't think he fancies Don Brandt or Simmons. Do you not think? I, I, I don't think he fancies Simmons. I think I think Don Brandt has got. I think Don Brandt's got a shot. I think. Why could I imagine him just classic Eddie? Why could I imagine Don Brandt playing six? <laughs> Curry eight, Don Brandt six. <laughs> Underhill at seven. Yeah. Curry eight. Yeah, that that would That's not. That's more likely, me. I think, than Don Brandt starting at eight. That, that, that would surprise me. He is. Yeah. Christ alive. You're right. Another prediction is accurate. I wouldn't feel must this. Feels quite safe, but Eddie will probably love him now. I was going to say, Simmons not to win another cap this year, but... Well, I mean, he probably, he probably will now because, he, because he's not... And now he's sort of gone off the ball a little bit. That's what I was going to say. He probably will pick him now because he's not playing as well. That's a pretty standard Eddie. And then he'll go, see, yeah, see. See, I told you he was crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, a little bit shit, actually. I'm, ho- I'm hoping... I want to see Don Brandt start the Six Nations. I think he's I think he's an outrageously good blend of everything that Eddie is trying to do at the moment. Like he's he can just absolutely batter people first phase and then he's just got the most deft little touches and such a good skill set that I, I just think I think he's especially if Smith is playing ten, I think he's gotta be the way yeah. to go for me. I think if he comes back from injury, okay, my like looking ahead to twenty twenty three and three would be Curry, Jack Willis, and Don Brandt, I think. If he comes back oh, the same player anyway. Goodness me. Christ, yeah. Those three those three playing the best we've seen them play so far is a pretty pretty outrageous back. Also in number eight, you've now got a couple of other contenders. You've got Barb Greenhouse in number eight. Yeah. So who is he, he's looking he seems to be able to do angry. anything. I think we'll play and he'd be alright. Yeah, he my god, he he runs pretty hard, doesn't he? He is. I was like, I quite like the idea of him being our hooker because then we could play with like four back rows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, who else was um, the the other one? Uh, Gabriel Ogre at Wasps as well. He's like a kind of semi hooker, semi back rower as well. Yeah, it's just a strange hybrid, isn't it? They've just got like they're mate. They're just they're just predicting the future. I think Wasps are. Yeah, was Harry Facker not a back row and now he's a hooker? Yeah, I think, I think Tom Young's was a hooker. Thacker played centre. I love a position switch. Gen, Genj played centre like when he was when he was younger and then played on the wing for a bit and then played at eight and now he's at prop. I think Shane Williams was signed as a scrum half. Imagine they just never thought, let's put him on the wing and see if he can <laughs> what he can do. <laughs> let's just see. He could be a bang average scrum half. It's he, like the opposite. What, yeah. Ben Ford wanted to be a scrum yes. half and he was yeah, just yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, Shane Williams would have like seventy caps for like Lefty or something like that. Scrum off. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so let's go so back to the Six Nations. So uh, ring avoidance. So 
Ireland were very good in the autumn. France are just outrageous. Uh, we're assuming Italy are going to be wooden spoon. Wales are Wales. But I want, an, I want a name from you, mate. Unless you want to talk more about a team in, individually, I want a name from you. Who is going to win the Six Nations this year? France, I think. I think they've got to do it this time. Well, they had to do it last time, but they've got to do it this <laughs> but time. But they've really got to do it this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you on that. Um, I think if France don't win a Six Nations before the World Cup this year or next year, that would, must be considered a fair yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. They need it. I agree. I, I I actually think it would be the perfect thing, the perfect thing for world rugby for France to win the Six Nations. Um, like there's already a bunch of hype around them. They are outrageously talented as a team. They've got Dupont. Yeah, they've got the um, so I, yeah, I mean, I'm just to be honest, I'm just excited to watch them play more. Like I, I don't watch enough of like top fourteen and all that. All that jazz because it's impossible to watch. But it's not on telly anymore, is it? Exactly, that's the problem. So I'm just excited to watch Dupont and Untermac and all the rest of them. Just, it's just, just crazy because they, they went from winning like three titles in five years between 2005 and 2010 or something to winning none in 12 yeah. years or 11 years. Yeah, it's sort of like France. They usually win one every, and they're very traditionally. I know they didn't last time. They very traditionally win the year after Alliance Tour. Okay, I think all right. Available. Oh, mate, don't fact-check it. Just throw, 2002, it, out. Just throw it out there. It's fine. <laughs> 2006. Interesting. Um, I've got lost in that. 2010. So that was three oh, times wow. in a row. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. All right. But then they went again. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this yeah, this could be the one. So we're, bo- we're both saying France. I think... There's some logic behind it. There, There is actually logic behind it. Um... I just, I mean, they've got Dupont. How how can they possibly lose when they've got Dupont? It's weird because Ireland, like you say, are really good, but they don't really have any stars. I wouldn't say they have any standout superstars really. If Kellen Doris, Doris but, would be one. You know, like he's he's a quite a bit of an unassuming bloke, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not like they've got superstars. Like they've just got lots of like eight and a half out of tens. They just got they just got the Leinster team, and Leinster are really good. So exactly, yeah. They got the Leinster team, and then you can throw in like I don't know Keith Earls or something. Big Keith. What about Zebo, mate? Do you reckon Zebo's going to come back and play for Ireland or what? No, I don't <laughs> think so. No, no. That would be. I just don't think. I think that would be a backward step. It's like if anything, they've hung on to Sexton for far too long. Yeah. I love Johnny Sexton. I think he's class, but. So uh, you look at who's going to play there next, and it's just like, I've just got no fucking idea, have they? No. <laughs> they've got absolutely no idea. No. There's been no plan for that. Or oh, every time they've had a plan, it's gone, gone to shit. Well, that, yeah, that's, I think that's the issue. They've, they almost they had a plan in Carberry, and then he had a long time out, and someone else popped up. And then someone Even else before that, it was probably Paddy Jackson. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, who, by the way, would still, Very be, good would still be a great shout, because he's really, really, really good. Um... All right, France winning the Six Nations. Um, Lock that in. Alle, alle. Um, okay, let's move on. Let's bring it back home. We'll, we'll go on the Prem. So here we go. Okay, so the, I mean, it's been a hell of a Prem season so far. Uh, less you expecting that to drop off? Um, no, not really. <laughs> to be honest. 
Um, I can't. I they're going to have a hot brick season. So yeah. they're going to get the final and get beat. <laughs> Leicester. Yeah, it's going to be one of them where they dominate the league and then just lose. I could definitely see that happening. Definitely see that happening. And yeah. my prediction is they'll get beat by Saracens. Oh, and be oh you'd love to see that, wouldn't you? You'd absolutely love to see that. That would be great. Although, to be fair, mate, Leicester aren't, uh, Leicester aren't, you know, the golden boys at the moment, are they? They're in a little bit of bother for, for some kind of... It'll be like the salary cap smash. The, the, there, the salary cap showdown in the Premiership final. That, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Again, similar yeah, we were to, aware, similar to we were aware a few months ago that there's investigation into a club. It was just like you couldn't finger point anybody because you didn't know who it was, <laughs> and you wouldn't have picked Leicester because if they have been cheating knowingly, I can't. It's been the worst. I can't really say much around this. It's been the least. Really, yeah, I can't really say much around the subject, but I think this has come to light because they were trying to sell the club, so people uh, have been looking more. Let's just sit in detail at right. the inner workings of the club, and I think that's what's actually unstuck them. Right. Okay. That's I think they've got a Yeah. <laughs> mm, interesting. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Because it's obviously like historical issues. So let's hypothetically say they did do something wrong, um, and it see, the chat seems to be that it's something to do with image rights. Let's hypothetically yeah, say like- they did do something. Do you think the current crop of players and staff and the current club should be punished for that in terms of, I think, I mean, I'm sure there'll be like a, fi- a monetary fine or whatever, but do you think there should be docked points like Saris were or, or what, what, what's your thought on it? I feel like if you're going to do that, you should probably do it from the start of a new season. So if they are going to get punished like that, do yeah. it from next season. Okay. Don't like, it just, takes the whole gloss off the league. At least everyone knows where you stand when it's before the start of the season. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it can be more troublesome to do it mid-season to someone. Yeah, okay. And anyway, even if they, they do get found guilty of anything, I'm sure they'd appeal to ensure that happened anyway. Yeah. And then appeal again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very I don't think relegating that helps. Although it does help the lower league. <laughs> you know, I, like, uh, I reckon it less of a playing away they'd have the biggest attendances at all those grounds all year. But it's ring fence, mate. No relegation. Can't relegate them anyway. We can chuck them out. <laughs> yeah, true. Chuck them out and not let them back in. <laughs> that sounds a fun. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like... I've always thought like an NFL structure would work better and rugby if you could work it. You know, like where you don't play every team every year. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's interesting. Well, this might be a discussion for another pod. Yeah. Yeah, mate, yeah, maybe. Because I don't, I don't think having two divisions works, <laughs> like you've said. Yeah. Why? That's why they keep trying to ring fence it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. But yeah, I. I anyway, I honestly, you well, so I'm just looking at the table now. So the top four at the moment. There's and by the way, we should say there's there is a shit ton more rugby to play. Um, like we're not even we're not even halfway through the season yet. So the, the, we've got a lot more rugby to go. It's felt like a long season. It, yeah, it, it does feel like a long season. You're not wrong. Um, but top four at the moment, Leicester are sitting pretty 11 from 11 on 50 points. Saris are on 41. Quinn's a third on 38. Gloucester are fourth on 34. 
And then Chiefs are on 32 in fifth and Saints are on 30 in sixth. And then there's like a bit of a drop to Irish on 27, Falcons on Falcons Sale and Wasps all on 24. Who, to be fair, I don't think 24 points... What are they? They're 10 points back. They're only 10 points back on the top four there. So I don't think that any of those teams are out of the question. And then it, you no. could even see Bristol. They're only on 16 points, but you could... You know, they could hypothetically win every other game this year, Bristol. They are definitely what about capable Bath? of doing that. But Bath, less so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Bath less so. They've played ten, lost ten. So I'm not holding. Bath's out just a joke, isn't it? I really enjoy it. Just a laugh. They are, they are at the moment. So apologies to any Bath fans or staff or players or anyone like that. But at the moment, they are a shambles. They're an absolute. Everything just shambles. seems a shambles, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's just all a disaster. Like, well, so they're on four points, and two of those they've got because of COVID. They seem to be spending more time trying to get this like extension to their stadium, which is only going to add like not that many people. Yeah. Than actually sorting out your rugby team. I know, I know they are. They're in a, they're in a pretty tough place, and lots of rumours about. I mean, it. should unring thanks the league just because I feel offended at how bad they've been. <laughs> oh God, it, it, they are re- they are really it's almost really offensive. Tough. They are, re- but again, I mean, they but like like Leicester did when Saris went down, they've just timed it perfectly, haven't they? They know yeah. like, they can't get relegated. They've got to just try and sort their shit out. May, like it sounds like they're going to get rid of a few players. Maybe, hopefully, get some cheap cheap South Africans in. Hopefully, to help them because uh, the, oh, the sale and Saris were yeah correct. <laughs> just mate, it it works. It works. It worked for Gloucester for a while as well. Like it works. But yeah, they're not good. Yeah. But so so anyway, what I was trying to say was, I think like. I still think 10, maybe 11 of the teams could get into the top four. Which is pretty, it's be a good, which is pretty crazy. Good end of the day, I think. Yeah. I think we'll get to the business end. I think there'll be at least six teams trying to buy in for yeah. before, by, by like the last three games. Yeah, I agree. Now, if uh, if I was actually a professional and good at, good at this, I would have gone back to our previous pod where we at the start of the season where we predicted the top four so we, that we could cross-check this. But now we've got 11 games in, what do you think the top four is going to be? Hmm. Saris, Leicester. Um, Saris, Leicester. Who else? I don't want to say Exeter because I said they wouldn't get in at the start <laughs> of the season, so I don't want to go back on my word. Northampton. Okay. Saris, Leicester, Northampton. And Newcastle, coming in fourth. Oh, I love that. I mean, it's not going to happen, but I love that. <laughs> what are you talking about? We, we had a great bye week. Yeah, true. True, yeah. nice A nice rest for the boys. <laughs> um. Okay, I think I agree with two of those. I think Saris and Leicester I definitely agree with. And then I'm going to throw in Quinns and Exeter. Yeah, Quinn. I, I don't think Exeter will, to be brutally honest with you. I'd, quite, I'd, quite, actually, like yeah, them, I'd quite like them not to. I think that would be good for the league. Um, but, mate, Quinns, Quinns look great. They're so good. Yeah. 
Is it is it is know. it too late for Danny Care for England, mate? Is it too late? Yeah, he's been blacklisted, hasn't he? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately, he which might be why he's playing so well. To be fair, probably. Yeah. Okay, so you've got Sarries, Leicester, Saints, Newcastle. All right, and then I need a winner from that list. Then you think Sarries? Sarries, don't you? Yeah. They just win. Yeah, it's like they went through all the salary cap scandal and it's like they lost hardly anyone. Oh, They're losing big Vincent Cock, aren't they? That'd be a big loss. Yeah. But even then, not a, they can cut better than a lot of other teams by losing a player like that. Oh, yeah. And well, and they've re-signed both for Napolis, which is like, that's just good business. Lazowski as well. Lazowski, who's really... His name just makes you think of Monsters, Inc. Mike Lazowski. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he hits that. I bet he gets it all the time, all the time. Um, I don't know who I think. I can't, I think Saris as well, but I don't. I don't want to say Saris. It's boring. You're gonna back Leicester, you yeah, boys. I'll go. I'll. I'll go. I'll go Leicester. I'll jump on the bandwagon. I'll go Leicester. I think it would be a a nice like romantic tale for the league, like Quinns was last year. Leicester, for all the other reasons, would be a great. Uh, a great win for the league. Uh, for the league, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you think Saris? I think Leicester. Um, but e- I think either way, mate. I think it's just going to be. You know. You know what strikes me when I look look at the at the league table at the moment is how many points. Yeah. How many points teams are scoring? I don't like that. To be honest, it's you, not. It's not what I'm. I'm not what I'm here for. Yeah, but that's because you are a northern purist, mate. That's what I'm a northern purist. Oh, you got to work hard for a try, not just walk past people. <laughs> well, clearly you don't. <laughs> like wasps. No, just give wasps blue line and he just finds a way through. Wasps are down in. 10th. I know what you mean though. The points differences are looking ridiculous. It's cre- wasps are in tenth, and they've sc- they've scored two hundred eighty five points. So they're averaging about twenty five points a game. <laughs> but they're in tenth, yeah, and they ha- because they've conceded two hundred ninety five. <laughs> It's not even that much more. They must be losing some slow marks and yeah. margins out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Worcester have conceded 403 points in 11 games. Bloody well up. played, guys. But, you know, that, I mean, that I mean that makes sense. If, if every team is scoring lots of points, then it, it But they did that. sign wingers, Worcester. They did, like, yeah. We just need more wingers. How many of, how many of their 223 points scored as Duan van der Merwe scored? Probably not that many. Uh, like 10, 15. Yeah. And Ashy, to be fair, Ashy's. Oh no! Oh no! Didn't no. play a game at all think, this oh, season. Oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> Man, I saw I saw the bloody uh, lead table the other day again. He's three tries away from breaking the record. It's quite. Uh, it's if quite sad. rock up somewhere, I could imagine. I think if someone was going to take him, it'd probably be us because we're like the home of Neon. We've got Dean yeah. Richards as boss. He can't yeah. judge anybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, but, but then we've got a lot of wingers, so we don't need him. <laughs> yeah, but play him at 15 or something. Like I, just, I just want him... Well, do I want him to break the record? I don't know. Maybe I'd prefer Danny Care to. I didn't really want... 16 away. Who, who's, who got the... It's a Tom Vondel. It's Vondel, then Mark but Who Quater. did he break the record from? Cueto, I think. Yeah. Who, sorry? Mark Cueto. I didn't want him to break Cueto's records. Let's let's bring it up. Let's have it. Let's let's dive. I don't have as much love for Vondel as I did for Quero, so I wouldn't feel as bad. I think um, I, I saw it because Danny. I think Danny cares only like sixteen away or something like that. Crazy. 
Simmons will be ten away soon if he keeps going. Well, he's like he's like something like the second highest forward, I think. Something like yeah, that. Neil Bax. Neil Bax. Neil Bax top. Uh, where are we? No, I don't want. God, it's complicated. Because I don't think of Neil Backer in the try score, but I guess I just didn't watch much Premiership rugby in you know two thousand and two. <laughs> I think he just sat. I think he just sat on the back of driving moves. I think. Classic. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Why can't I find this? Now, Premiership rugby websites uh, loaded dross and it doesn't work. That's probably why. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Did it load? So how long did it take? Uh, yeah, too too long. Too long. I'm going to assume this is like relatively up to date, but it's but it might not be. So they've got Van De- Yeah, I think it is. Van Del's on ninety two. Yeah, that's right. Cueto's on ninety. Ashy is on eighty nine. So he's yeah, he's literally four away from breaking the record, three away from equaling it. Christian Wade on eighty two. Danny Care on ninety six. So he's so Danny Care needs seventeen more tries. To break the record as a scrum half, that would be pretty outrageous, wouldn't it? Christian Wade would definitely drop, drop that as well, wouldn't he? If oh, instead, <laughs> he's, t- he's ten away. He could have done that in like a, in a seat in one more season. Could have done that in a game. Not yeah, well, he scored like six in one game. Did they or something stupid? I always thought he was going to come back. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I always me, thought he'd come. Back. Me too, really. Do we? I mean, we're off. We're, we're this is taking us into a tangent of a tangent. But do we know what? Do we know what his deal is at the moment? What's he? What's he doing? I don't know. Don't know how American football works. They're like training squads, don't they? Which aren't actually playing, but like, I mean, they're for their team to train against. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know anything about American football. What well, is cool under the new laws, though? I know he couldn't because it's got to be a birth kind of thing. Imagine he played for USA at the World Cup. That would be cool. That would just that let would him. be cool. Yeah, that would be. Just cool. let him. I think you should just let anyone play for anyone if it's here too. <laughs> just crack on. Don't worry about it. Just crack on, just like <laughs> all those years Toby Flood could have been knocking them over for Germany and he just had to sit on his arse. <laughs> I, wonder if Sam, I wonder if Sam Simmons could get there. He's 27. He scored 56, so he needs another... What does he need? He needs 37. I thought you were going to say, could he play for the USA? I was going to say, I don't think so. <laughs> no, could he break this record? So the players that the players that are still playing on this list are Simmons on fifty six. Maybe we can average sixteen a season like he did last well, year. Exactly. It would take, like Wouldn't take three years. <laughs> Sharples fifty seven. He's got no chance. Yard fifty eight. No chance. Mike, is Sharples still playing? I can't remember. Yeah, I think he's, I think I think he still knocks about every now and again. When still picking up a when Gloucester's other twelve wingers are injured. Mike Brown sixty four. No chance. Johnny May seventy. No chance. Seth Mike Brown has been somewhat a flop at the Falcons. No, not at all. I just don't think he's got enough rugby left in his legs to score another oh, sorry, that was tries. That's all. <laughs> that was me suggesting that. that. That will have been you. But congrats on his 250th uh, Premiership appearance, by the way. Congrats. It, Too bad he weird, weird that it was a, Weird that it was a bye week and uh, <laughs> he still got his 250th appearance, but we won't mention that. Incredible. Uh, so, mate, I think... I'd love it for Danny Care to get there, you know. I'm sacking off Ashy now. I don't want Ashy to get there. I want Danny Care to do it. How many seasons do you reckon he needs to play? 
to score seven, 17 more tries. The problem is, what do you think he averages a year? Because it's going to start to decrease, isn't it? I would say. I think last year he scored like four. maybe four eight, years. Nine, Danny Kerr try scoring record. Let's have a look. See if we can find it. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Season. Am I going to be able to find this? This is the question. I thought of an awful quiz idea just looking at this. Like, imagine trying to name every trophy, you know, in the Six Nations. Every like, trophy? Oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Calcutta Cup and all of that stuff. I don't even know some of these. <laughs> that, would be, that would be funny. <laughs> Scotland and France play for the Old Alliance trophy. The Old Alliance? Let's spell like A-U-L-D, like old. Oh. The old Alliance yeah. trophy. The old way of spelling old or whatever. I don't know. Scotland's won it three times out of four, though. They're the old alliance reigning champs. That's pretty good. The Doddy Weir Cup, which has been won one twice by Wales and <laughs> once by Scotland. <laughs> mm, I can't find him. I, I can't find Danny Who Gaze is the Millennium him. Trophy played between? The Millennium who Trophy. Who would you get? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's got to be Wales. Yeah. <sighs> England? It's Ireland and England. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> Back to Danny Kerr after my ba- tangent. Basically, I can't, I can't find what he's averaging. He's only scored one try so far this year. Um, so it's going to take him a while. So he, need, so he needs to crack on a little bit. He could just Peter Stringer out and play until he's 40. That's true. That's true. Turn 35 the other day. I reckon he's still got... I reckon he could still do... Th- or oh, two, two proper seasons, and maybe a maybe a season of that, player coaching. Maybe he needs to get on the back of uh, some some line like some driving moves. I just want to see him doing like a training montage with Peter Stringer, like Rocky style, <laughs> shaving his head, hearts on fire, eighties <laughs> tunes blaring out. <laughs> that would be awesome. I think we just went on about that was like that was like a. That was like Inception. We went on about 97 tangents in one go there. But now you know what the old Alliance trophy is. <laughs> and which, the which is... People have learned something today. Which is what we were trying to find. As have I. Um, all right. So let's stay with the club game. And let's do some European stuff. Champ- so champ- we're looking for Champions Cup winner. Next. Leinster move on. Leinster, move on. I want to say... I don't think I do want to say Leinster. I, again, I think I think I want a French team to win it. Um, so do Toulouse. I just, just go Toulouse and move on? Yeah. I would usually just say Toulon, but they're not even in it. <laughs> I think, I'll, yeah, I'll go, to, I'll go Toulouse. I'll go Toulouse. That would be the final for me. That would be the dream final. I don't think... The competition... Let's just we're just right getting on the back of the bandwagon here, but that competition needs a revamp. This year the way it's been formatted generated absolutely zero interest from anybody anywhere. I, I'm only I'm only I mean I'll watch it, but I'll, I'm only gonna be interested um when it's knockouts really. 
I think it's just been a knockout tournament from the start would make it more exciting. Just a, I know they're trying to generate more money, but group stage, I think people are just over the group stage yeah. thing. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's back next weekend, isn't it? I think we've got one more week of Prem and then Champions Cup next weekend. Actually, don't get us even started on the Premiership Cup. Oh, what a waste of time that is. It's been like I was, I was speaking to my dad the other day because, you know, I used to follow the Falcons quite all the time in the yeah. early 2000s. I just remember he went to the Power Gym Cup final, which I guess is the equivalent yes. of yeah. this. Yeah. And there was like 50,000, 60,000 people there. You couldn't get like 5,000 people to go to the oh. Premiership Cup. Mate, so what's happened there? Who's dropped the ball there? You can't get 5,000 people to watch it on telly, let alone physically go. Sometimes I think that we should be paying, like, Premiership should be paying BT rather than BT playing the, prem- <laughs> paying the Premiership. Please, That's the way it feels to me sometimes. Please show our sport, please. Please. We really need the help. Because BT puts so much effort they in do. everything. They do, and the production is like, great. Like, yeah. yeah. Without BT, Premiership rugby is going to be an absolutely yeah. the worst yeah, It'll be toast. It'll be absolute toast. You're not wrong. Well, we're finished. Leinster and Toulouse. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, no, I don't agree. I agree that I said Toulouse because I did. Um, you did. You agree. Okay, next, let's go uh, Women's World Cup, which, again, probably won't take too long. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? It's New Zealand looking in good shape? Well, do they? Wales have given some of their players £10,000 a year contracts. It's fantastic. Which... I'll go back on that. I don't know exactly how much it is, but it's not that much money. <laughs> it's not that much money. I, I mean, at least it's exactly at right least it. it's a it's moving the the dial in the right direction. Absolutely. But but I mean, if if how and I know that you can't just like print more money and like not everyone has unlimited funds in England are very rich. But how everyone can look at England and what they just did to New Zealand in the autumn and think. You know what? I'm not going to copy that model. I'm going to do something different. I just have no idea. Like, give them all full-time contracts. Put the proper funding in place. Put the proper structure in place. Literally just copy exactly what England have done. I think if you don't have the funding, what you should do is well. I don't think you should give everyone small contract. I think you should just... If you've only got enough money to do six, do six full-time ones yeah. and concentrate on those six. Comp- that would be, and then completely have academy contracts, which are low. Completely agree. Yeah. Completely. I don't think it benefits like a 28 year old female athlete to get like a small contract like that. Really. It, does, it doesn't like what, like whatever their other career is. Exactly. Does it mean that all it means is that she can maybe teach or teach three days a week instead of five days a week or whatever. But that's not going to, that's not going to do to the women's game what, what needs to be done and what England are doing. Like it's just, it's not, it's not quite a token gesture. Cause like we said, like you obviously don't have just unlimited money, but at the same time, if you're going to take the women's game seriously, which we all want to do, just do what England have done it. For, like, like you say, as much as you can afford, just do that. They should be, they should be at like the Premier 15 store begging to have a team. Yeah. Beg, and I say like hands, knees, fully begging. Yeah. Scotland should be begging. Yeah. As well. Yeah, you're not wrong. And you know what? They'd probably come bottom and second bottom if they had teams right now, yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Because the English women's teams are so much better. Yeah, they're just, yeah, so... I think, I think like, um, like Loft by Lightning would beat Scotland and Wales easily. Yeah, yeah, I probably, probably I wouldn't... Or any of them. 
I wouldn't. Wasps. Wasps I wouldn't are good stuff. They're all good. Quins. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They're not. It's not just one. There's not just like two or three teams are pretty good. Everyone, and that's pretty decent. <laughs> which which then translates into the international game. England's that's ridiculous. They're so much better. Like their their set their set piece in the autumn was like just I could not believe how much better it was to everyone else. Like it was insane. It was absolutely insane how dominant they were. Um, but that said, New Zealand are pretty good too. They just, they, I mean, they didn't have a very good autumn, but they are pretty good. It'd be very New Zealand to win it <laughs> after that, after getting spanked four times. Do, do, do you what do you what do you think? Do you think? Do you think? I mean, England's going to win it. Yeah, I feel like we're dancing around, and I think they need to win it as well because yeah, like you said, all that money's been put in, all this development's been done. It, I think it would be a failure if they don't win it. And I think. The only issue they're going to have is that pressure is going to be on from the first game. Well, and it is in New Zealand as well, which you know. I still think I still don't think that that'll help the pressure. I think the pressure will be there no matter where it is. Yeah, I think they'll be playing on Mars and they'd be expected to win it. Yeah, you're probably not. You're probably not wrong. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're both saying the squad's going to be difficult, though, isn't it? Like you've just said, like yeah. Because there's players who have been great servants, but there's a lot of young, hungry talent coming through. I th- I think they'll go. Did you stay low? The way of the old guard, bring the new players in. You probably can just stay. The old guard's that good. You can probably just stay low and then win this one. Say youngsters, you can have the next one. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But I do think I do think there are some some of those youngsters that were so good in the autumn that that they'll like that they'll stay in. Yeah, just watching some of the you know the the big game. When they had the game on before the big game, yeah, yeah, it was just a really good game of rugby. Oh god, yeah, but what a look, that was in the it, it gets better every year. Like some people question like the Premier 15s format when it when it started, but every year the standard seems to go up like a lot. Yeah, like Premiership sort of stays the same. Yeah, and then it, yeah, often the defenses get worse. The defenses get worse. <laughs> yeah. All the attacks get better, whichever way you want to look at it. I think it's. I mean, in some cases it's the attack, but in most cases it's the defense. Now, I want to, again, another tangent. There was a lot of uh, backlash after that, the big one before the big one, because... The big one before the big one. Because the women were in, like, what seemed to be men's kit. Like, they didn't have women women-specific kit, so it was all, like, baggy, baggy and hanging off them or whatever. And there was, I mean, it might just be the, the kind of people that I follow on Twitter or whatever, but everyone everyone just was like absolutely kicking off about it. And I just, in my head, obviously it's shit, like, right? Like, just get some women's kit, obviously. Like, that makes sense. But there was so much good. And, and, you know, like, lunch was served in the stadium at the same time and blah, 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 blah. But there was so much good about that game, like you've just alluded to, like the actual standard and quality of the game was so good that I almost just like, I'm almost like, don't worry about the shirts. Like that shit will come because the product is now so much better than it, than it used to be. I think what, I think why that happened, I reckon if, if I know anything about shirt production, they'll have got these shirts made in the summer. And I know the people who make anyone who follows Harlequins will be aware that when they ordered their premiership winning gear, it was about three months late. So if they decided that they were going to have this women's game. I don't know when. I can't remember if it was part of the deal the whole time. So if they decide we're going to add it in October, 
chances we're going to get a, a women's specific version of the kit by December actually pretty low because yeah. it takes a long time. They're all made in the back arse of China usually. Yeah, it could be still on a boat somewhere. They could have actually yeah, ordered it. Ordered and it's just it. Not yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I just thought like that. This is not the thing we should be focusing on here. No, I and and, I, and I, don't, I don't want to. I don't know. Like, I don't want to come across as like belittling those things that get overlooked in the women's game that don't get overlooked in the men's game. But there were there were far more positives than negatives to focus on in that game. And actually, the media narrative after was just they were wearing the wrong shirts instead of Jesus, what a game! Compare this to one of these games five years ago, and it is just a, it's, it's a completely different sport. Like. I mean, like it's especially in England, it is going in such a good direction at the moment. The women's game, such a good, like it's it's probably the the most. There could be more people watching game. women's club rugby than men's in a few years' time. That would not surprise me even remotely. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't even be that difficult. I don't think. <laughs> well, no, you, you don't have enormous crowds to surpass there, do you? Um, no, not particularly. Leicester once a year. Yeah. But anyway, that was another another tangent. I just wanted to to bring. I just wanted to interesting topic. Though. I think it was yeah. worth bringing up because I think some people might have missed that. Yeah, I, I just think I just don't think we the majority of people were focusing on the right things after the game. But hey, I also understand the frustration. Um, you've got the media. You've got you've got Alan Wynne Jones on your hit list. <laughs> You're after them all, mate. It's 2022. I'm I'm holding grudges this year and calling people out. You did say no. The fence has been knocked down. You're well and truly off it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're homing in. Um, right. So England to win the World Cup. Basically, that's what we that's what we landed on. Whether their shirts fit them or not. Um. <laughs> right. Summer. Should we do some summer tours? I mean, well, I say some summer tours. Should we just do? Should we just do England summer tour or? What yeah, think? we can do. I, I think they'll I think they'll win easy. <laughs> now. You're, you are the Oracle. Remind me and the listeners. Oh, I need to, I, I was hoping you knew, but I think it's Australia. But I'm, I'll double check. I'm bringing it up. It is Australia. You're absolutely bang on. Oh, there God. Go. There you go. Would have had to quit if I didn't know that. I, I mean, obviously, we knew that. We just... Uh, just Would have been a nice holiday. Would be a nice holiday. You know what? There's a bit. Of, there's, a, there's still a sign-up thing on the, uh, on the RFU's official travel agent page. Maybe... I click that button a lot, and then I click the X button afterwards. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should do a, a not another rugby podcast on the road and go down under. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? So I guess Have it's. I assume they've got what? How many games? Three games? Is it three games or I guess. Yeah, usually usually three games, isn't it? And the last one of these was uh was like we mentioned earlier. That was that was Haskell's last. Uh, Kind of last good game for England, wasn't it? This is this is where he like refound himself as an England player because he was he just, just destroyed David Parker. Did he injure himself in that game as well? <laughs> he did, yes. But he was just banging boys. I think he made like didn't he make like thirty three tackles or something something like that? Something outrageous. But that one on Pocock's the one that yeah that sticks in the memory. That's why, did I he, remember did Jamie George scored a try or Farrell. No, I Jamie, just remember the Jamie, jo- Jamie George. Um, Oh, was it this game? I think it was this where Jamie George did the little grubber kick and Farrell got on the end of it. And scored. Yeah, yes, that's the yeah. one. Oh, beautiful! Outra- absolutely outrageous from Jamie George. That tour was one of my favourites because it was the vid- it was the tour of just Haskell doing the Farrell best mate videos. Oh, it was so Haskell. good, wasn't it? Was so funny, so funny. Yeah, and like Farrell just was having absolutely none of it. 
What are you doing? Every time. Turn camera off now. <laughs> that was a really good impression. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, all right, so weekend, let's assume that it's three games because it always is. England 3-0? I think so. I think it'll be 3-0. When are England going to go to New Zealand again? It doesn't feel like they've done it since like 2013 or yeah, whatever. I, I think obviously New Zealand are coming over here in the autumn, aren't they? Which we'll, uh, which we'll come on to yeah. soon. Um, now I, I, don't, I, I can't think, remember all the summer tours off by heart, but I, I, I can't remember who New Zealand's playing. It could be France, you know, that would be epic. But then France don't travel well. Oh, too actually, busy drinking. it might be, you know. Uh, let's look at all the tours. Let's find out what they are, because if we don't know, they probably don't know. It's because it's everyone's so cautious about it. They're, they're oh, not really advertising them all Now this is going to be good. It's not France, but it's the next best thing. It's Ireland. Oh, that'll be good. Which will actually be really, really tasty. What to be I, honest, have Ireland won like Well, haven't Ireland won like four of the last five games or something against New Zealand? Yeah, something like that. Outrageous yeah. record. After not winning in a hundred years or something. And who oh, who is it? There's some there's some there's an Irish player that's like played in all the wins, so he's like four and four against New Zealand. It's a Peter Armani. Or three or three or like three from three or something like that. No, one of, I think one of the younger guys, because he he hadn't played against New Zealand before. And he's now just won every game he's played against them, which is. <laughs> is it Joey Carver? I don't know. I don't, I don't know who it is, but it, but it, but yeah. He's always injured. He always seems to come off the bench in those games and just get yeah. like a little bit of limelight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the that's... next big freaking in Ireland, Joey Carver, <laughs> and then injured for two years. He is injured I'll be again. back for the next game against <laughs> New Zealand. Um, what do you think then for that? Do you think? Do you think New Zealand will win all of them? I think Ireland will win one. I mean, I don't know what I think New Zealand. I don't think New Zealand are anywhere near World Cup ready, but I don't think you need to be. Yeah, no. but it's one of them because you don't want to be too. Ireland are always um, peak at the wrong time, don't they? Yeah. They'll peak this year. They'll win the Six Nations. They'll beat New Zealand on tour, <laughs> and then they'll go out in the quarterfinals of the World. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a huge shock. Yeah, I I think I'm going to go two one to New Zealand for that one. Yeah. Uh, while we're there, let's have a look. Let's just do the let's do the home nations. Let's see who uh, who else is doing what. If someone's just playing like Georgia, like part, I don't know. I can't remember. I think Scotland's got something uninspiring. I mean, it's just like Georgia. Wales, and Wales are going. Wales are going to South Africa. That'll be good. What do you what What do you think for that? I'm going to say three 0 South Africa. 3-0 South Africa, of course. I always, every time I think of South Africa and Summer Tour, I just think of, um, who was it took Pat Lambie's head? Oh, no, yeah, it was Pat, when CJ Stander took Pat oh, Lambie's head off. Yeah. With yeah. the hip. I was like, how did he jump so high? Literally. That's all I wonder when I see it. He flies through the air like a soaring eagle and a hip straight into the head. Yeah, if you haven't and seen... that was the end of Pat Lambie. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, just go on YouTube. I mean, it's, I mean, Christ. Luckily, Pat Lambie did survive. Um, you know what I enjoy is that that was a debatable red card at the time, and I still can't work out where the debate was. Yeah, they're like, oh, like I don't know, can we get some mitigation here? It's like, hang on a second, he's killed a man. You went through the air, <laughs> ten foot or whatever, and just hit someone in the face. Like, full, hips are bloody hard as well. Oh, mate, Scott, I, this is quite a good little. This would be fun, fun to watch. Scotland are going to Argentina. That'll be cool. They'll be good games. 
Oh, uh, in- yeah, yeah, there's some good There are some very good tours, actually. Oh, man, I hope they go so ahead. Good rugby. Oh, Christ, yeah. People forget about how good the summer tours are because yeah. it feels like forever since we had one. Well, that's because I think, like, you know, like the, like the last. The last one I remember, obviously, was like England playing America and Canada, and you're like, oh god, how depressing. Whereas these are proper, proper tours now. Uh, yeah, and you've got to think like we have a, on a Lions year, you don't have a proper one, and then on a World Cup yeah. year, you don't have a proper one, exactly. and then there was COVID in the middle. Yeah, so we haven't had. So one we haven't had one since. A long and time. Well, well, we haven't had a proper summer tour since England went to South Africa and completely underwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, when uh, that was when Cipriani went and. Set up that try for Johnny May with that ridiculous cross field kick that Farrell was screaming at him for. I know and Farrell's yeah, no yeah. and Farrell being annoyed. Being, being, <laughs> yeah. being, That's the only thing that's Yeah. I think yeah. I was getting while I try to fight someone in the crowd as well. Yes. If we're trying to make highlights. Yeah. Um all right, so Scotland Argentina. I'm gonna go two yeah. one Scotland. Yeah, two one Scotland. Okay. Nice. Um, let's just check what France are doing. Who's there's no there's no one left to play really, is there? The France doing anything this summer? Might be like Japan and Georgia, I think. I don't know. France I'm sure someone's Georgia. playing against them sort too. Uh, Maybe France. They literally might not be, which would be hilarious. That'd be very French. Oh, I think it's Japan. Yeah, this will be the only year of summer tours we get before the World Cup. Between the two yeah, World Cups. Between the two World Cups, yeah. We usually get two sort of two summers or summer tours and we haven't got one. Yeah, France goes to I think we must have been I feel like we were meant to be playing New Zealand this time, but I feel like these summer tours are just like the ones that were um cancelled last time. Right, yeah. I think we were meant to be in Australia last time. So we'll we'll probably have New Zealand next time. They just kinda of pushed everything back one. Yeah, so that'll be twenty twenty four. Yeah. We'll go and see the Hobbits as well. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, okay, France, Japan. I think. Oh, do I think Japan can win a game? No, three 0 France. Uh, they just haven't played enough, and I don't. I think. That, I think the World Cup was. I think they're rude a bit in Japan that the because of the coronavirus and stuff that the, all the work the World Cup did for the team has sort of been undone. <laughs> yeah, which is a, which is a real which is a real shame. Yeah, I did see somewhere that they're the only. Like international fifteen team to play a game since since the the virus. Oh, like really? No, no other international team in Asia has played a, like an oh, international game. God, it's quite sad. That is sad. Jesus. Well, hopefully that tour goes ahead because it would be great for J- Japan for France to go over there. So hopefully that game that tour goes ahead. Um, but I think France are going to be a bit too good. I think. I think that's the perfect team to go across there as well. Like get those superstars from the north there. Because if it's going to be north versus south, and that's going to be the perfect, and that's going to be some serious, uh, some serious like attacking rugby on show as well. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, Absolutely. All right, let's fly through because uh, we're we're touching an hour already, mate. We've we've uh, we've really got carried away with ourselves here. So let's fly through some autumn internationals. Um, we don't need to go through all of them. We'll just maybe pick out a few. Uh, if we start with England, I mean they've got. I'm so, I'm already so excited for this. They've got Argentina, Most Japan, yeah. New Zealand, and South Africa, which is just absolutely mega. Like it, it's insane that they've got all four of those. But but I'm excited for that. 
what do you think for England? Just give me like four out of four, three out of four, no out of four. What do you think? I think they have to win three out of four. I think I think they'll. The thing is now, I think there's be everyone sort of forgot that Eddie Jones was under pressure. Yeah. Yep. He seemed to have got out from being under pressure by winning one game, really, because like those two summer games were. All he had to do was get out of pressure was actually just to play the players people wanted him to play, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. He brought the pressure on himself. Yeah, because even then, he either brought, way. It would be quite urgent, wouldn't it? And it's like, oh, well. Yeah. Just, it was a bit like, you just, people were waiting for the next time he lost the game. I feel like that might still be the case if, if he doesn't pull the trigger on some of those old dogs. Yeah, I don't, I don't, think, people are, I don't think people are like fully convinced on him just because we've won a couple of games. No, but if not, if we finish, I think we only finished in fifth place in the Six Nations twice, and they were both under him. Yeah, do yeah. it. A we, surely just, the old is and it's, free, it's just transition. Free strikes and you're out. Yeah. So I agree that I think they definitely need to beat one of South Africa or New Zealand. I think if they lose both of those, that is a bad, bad autumn. Oh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm feeling. Optimistic and jubilant about this England side. I'm. I think they're going to win all four of those. Because I think it'll depend. If, if, New, if New Zealand can get themselves in shape, it'll be tough. It will. But, but like, that's the question. If we're talking about how those teams sit now, I think South Africa would be the hardest one again. Yeah. But New Zealand could. You know, they could just become the all. I feel like New Zealand were New Zealand, and the, the, they haven't looked like the All Blacks, if you know what I mean. No, but like, they haven't looked like the men. But quite, but quite often in the autumn, they are a bit fatigued and a bit tired and a bit... Because of rugby championships. So imagine yeah. about next year, they'll have played the summer tours, gone into the rugby championship and then go into the autumn. Yeah, exactly, which is which is brutal. Um, it, yeah, that's like having the Six Nations just before the summer tours. Yeah. yeah. And then having the autumn straight after the, the summer I, tours. I just think like be- so before those games, before, the, the, I mean, those last two games particularly... England are playing four very good Six Nation games and one against Italy. They're playing three very good games against a good Australia side who are getting better and better. They're then playing Argentina. They're then playing Japan, who are good sides. And then they've got New Zealand and South Africa. So I, I just think the young... It's like, a make-up the, great year for Jones, isn't it? I, I, I completely agree. Like, I think if he can... If he can embed those up-and-comers into that team throughout those games because they are they are a really really good stretch of games for players to become more accustomed to international rugby so i think if i think we could be in a oh god i'm just being optimistic but we could be in a great place by the end of this year going into the world cup year next year i also have the image in my head though as if it went completely the other way went to shit you are if you panicking <laughs> i could imagine like a month we like a couple Blow months before the World Cup, somehow Warren Gatland is in charge of England. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he could pick if it, they were desperate. Though I bet he could pick up like a million quid for six months. Mate, that would actually be an an excellent bet to place. That would be for for Warren Gatland to be in charge of England for the twenty twenty three World. All Cup. All it would take, right? Is if England finished fourth or fifth, they lose the two in Australia, and then <laughs> yeah. they only win two out four in the autumn. And all of a sudden, which which could, all of a sudden it could happen. <laughs> which none of those things should happen, but they all could very conceivably happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that would that would be that would be very funny. We'll 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 put a pin in that. 
We'll put a pin in that because that would be hilarious. I would quite enjoy like the thought, the sort of. I really like. Eddie Jones would not be going out easily, though. We like, you know, like watching Jose Mourinho's interviews. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be turgent to the end. And yeah. I don't know if part of me kind of would like to watch the drama of it all. It would be good fun. It would be very good fun. Yeah, but I also want England to do well, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, so do I. I'm gonna remain optimistic and say that uh, that for the England men and the Red Roses, it's just going to be a very good year of rugby. I think. Yeah, what I'd say, I want England to do very well or very badly. Yeah, that's it, fair. It, it's more amusing either that's, way. That's fair. That's fair. At it's good bet for us. Anyway, I was going to say, it gives, us, like, it gives us think, something to talk about every week, so you're not wrong. Just going straight down the middle is a bit like, oh, well, they were okay. Yeah, we don't, we don't want them to come like second in the Six Nations, win 2-1 in the summer, and win three out of four in the, in the autumn, because that's like proper middle of the road, that is. So we don't want that. That's what it will be as well. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Yeah. Having that yeah. will end up being. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I don't. I think we're over an hour, mate. So we won't bother with any other other autumn internationals. We are always biased to the English on this podcast, so we will stay that way now forever and always. Before we wrap up, is there anything? Are there any other? Have you got any like any other rogue predictions? Obviously, you threw in Tom Curry to be England captain by the end of the year. Have you got any other any other rogue predictions to throw in the mix? Well, I, I bet on Pivac to get, I predicted Pivac to get the sack last year, so I think I'll leave him in situ this time. Okay, yeah, that's good of you. He'll be, he'll I don't, be, he'll I be don't delighted. Know. Um, surely, surely Buff are going to move Stuart Hooper eventually. Hooper eventually. Oh yeah, but would that be that rogue of a of a shout? It wouldn't be, but it, they seem to be just. Oh, he needs some new coaches. And it's like, well, he's been in charge of this ship for quite a while. And it, you're pretty much sunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's the right cap. But I, I think they need how in charge he actually is. Like, I, oh, I don't know. I think he's just a. I don't think he's that charge at all. I think that's the problem. I think there's, yeah. I think there's people making decisions there who, yeah. you know, shouldn't be. Aren't, aren't it? I mean, that's the problem when you get given like that role so early, you know, yeah. after retiring. Yeah. Like you don't, I've, I've I've been in that position a little bit with my job where like yeah, um, you're in charge, but you don't feel like you can do anything sometimes. <laughs> I think that's how he feels. Yeah. Oh no. Or I'm... you don't want to step on someone else's toes. Yes. I don't know. I just I feel like you're right. I, I, that's why I don't think any of the blame really gets put at his door. When if it was anybody else at that same job title, it would do. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, the yeah, director rugby Leicester got, you oh. know. Exactly. Chopped many times. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange. It is a strange. Uh, a strange scenario. They're meant to set the sort of the whole thing. So I, I, I think. Well, and but even if I'm it's even if it's not their fault, like the kind of the buck should stop with them anyway, and and kind of has done historically. So even if it's not Stuart Hooper's fault, it's still surprising to me that he's not getting moved on. Because like that's just kind of how it works, but but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, and it's not like he's had any history of success in the role. No, <laughs> really. No, exactly. Yeah, he's. I mean, but but maybe they. Like just... when, when when the Falcons went down, we finished like third the year before, mm. and it was kind of just a year where things went wrong, and yeah. people could see that. Yeah. But we weren't we weren't like this. We weren't shitting the bed every week. No. Maybe they because because the 
Premier's ring fence, they're just like, well, we might as well just keep him in place and see if he can kind of learn on the job and work it out and come good. Maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Because um, there's no harm in that for now, I guess. But I miss relegation. I used to love an away day at Bedford. Bedford Blues, great place to go. <laughs> mate, Falcon, out the Falcons are never going down again, mate. Don't you worry. It's a great night out, Bedford, as well. I might just become a Bedford Blues <laughs> season ticket holder. I've been to watch a bit few of a travel Bedford man. games actually. They get they get good crowds at Bedford. It's a good it's a good. It game. is. I thought it was really enjoyable. Yeah, it's a very good club. Um. Okay, so your rogue shout is other than Curry to be captain is Stuart Hooper to get sacked. Cool. Alan and Jones to clear off to Japan. Oh, there's a there's a okay. There's a more. Okay, I like that. Um, I think he knows there's a number and he needs to collect the money. Get some cash. <laughs> well, I'll throw. To he might as well. It's not like he hasn't done everything he possibly can for Wales. That's just those shoulders. That yeah, shoulder's yeah. not going to hold up. I no, don't think. No, I agree. Four World Cup. Go and get like three mil guaranteed over two years in Japan or something like that. I'd feel bad if he didn't. Yeah, but I just don't think he. Would. He, 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 he just, deserves it. He just doesn't strike me as the bloke that'll do that. But no, but he should. Yeah. He re- he really should. Um, all right, my rogue shouts are going to be uh, Bristol, who are in 12th position at the moment on 16 points and are 28 points off the top four. Yeah. Bristol to make the top four, which I know I didn't say when we were predicting the Prem earlier, but this is in my... This you know Ben Allen and Max Mellon's aren't there anymore, right? Uh, yes, I do know that, unfortunately. My my, my bezies. I feel like... Up there. <laughs> I feel like you're living on Bristol of the past. <laughs> Those two have been huge losses. They they actually this team's completely off the ball. Yeah. I love how Tonga be waiting years to have Charles Peartow and now he just looks average. Just looks a bit But mate, I mean class is permanent, mate, you know? Like it be, is. He'll he'll be grand. So yeah, I'm gonna say Bristol are gonna get into the top four. Um, that is bold. Which I mean, it'd be great great to see. So that's going to be one of mine. And then the other one, what should I say for this other one? What should I pluck out my ass for this one? Um, I'm going to say, oh, I've got one. I'm going to say Adam Radwan is going to be the top, oh. he's going to be the top try scorer in the Six Nations. There, I love that. There's one for you. good one. There's one for you. Yeah, I like that. Lovely stuff. I mean, that's a good thing to wrap up on, the Radwan. We always wrap up on a Radwan. That's how we do it here, mate. The, the great it's thing about your turn to bet on him. You didn't, you didn't come off for me. It's your turn. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll put any physical money on it, but I'll put my. Uh, I'll put my. Oh, we will. You will. We'll I'll get you on either or any other betting business or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Whatever they say when it's other the BBC. Other gambling providers are available. Yes, that's the word. But you know, if Skybet, if you want to be a sponsor, let us know. <laughs> um, that would be in a while right well the great thing about that is mate we've made about 76 predictions so hopefully people have just lost track and forgotten all of them because then we can't be called they definitely have and hopefully Wales don't win because I don't want to have to be an Alan Wynn Jones tribute Instagram (laughs) surely one of our predictions is going to be right surely I feel like I could do like a little video you know a bit of Brian Adams (laughs) like everything I do I do for you just him in a world shirt that would be really, really good. Really good. Maybe you should do that even if well, you send it to TikTok. Yeah, let's maybe maybe put the figures out on TikTok first. Uh by the way, yeah. we are now on TikTok. You can uh, find the link in the description below. 
Um, it's going well, actually, isn't it? You're, enjoy- you're quite enjoying TikTok, aren't you? I, I, I don't watch that much on it, but I like making a little clip. Yeah, We're up yeah. to 2,700-odd followers, so it's gone all right. Yeah, let's see if we can get that to, uh, like, 5,000 followers by... Uh, Next week. By next week, yeah, sure. Let's say let's aim high. Tell your friends, uh, your family, your grandma, your sister. Right, mate. We should really wrap it up there. We're we're uh, we're yeah, we're in. Uh, quick one for this weekend for anyone that isn't staying up to up to uh, up to date. Quinn's Chiefs three pm on Saturday could be ahead of a game. That's uh, my my only shout out for this weekend. Newcastle Saints. Well, yes, and, and that, <laughs> and that, and that as well. You'll be there. Oh no, you're you're locked down, baby. I am, mate. I am. I'm, I'm isolating, unfortunately. COVID has struck. Um, I should be as well. Which so, is, which is, a shame. I won't be going. Actually, yeah. Te- you... Technically, COVID hasn't struck me. It struck my uh, my better half, but I'm yeah, sure. Same, I'm yeah. sure it's well, headed. I'm sure it's headed my way. It means I just have to stay in and play. Do some work and play games. <laughs> yeah, um, stay in and play. I mean, do some work. <laughs> I mean, do some work. I mean, I've got to do a little bit of work. This is what, mate. We've been it working for we've been working for an hour and thirteen minutes here. We're we're fine. Two hours of gaming booked in at twelve. <laughs> yeah, like what's out of office or busy or whatever. I just um, got on a call with myself. Right, mate. Let's do it. It was great to chat, mate. Uh, we'll try and uh, try and like we said at the start, try and be more consistent this year. Hopefully, get them out weekly wherever we can. Um, but that's it, mate. Anything, anything from you before we go? No, I think I think we've made enough predictions there that we've bamboozled people into not knowing what we were even talking about. So it's Definitely. all good. Just predictions, gibberish, and as ever, lots and lots of tangents. So, uh, so we'll, we we will leave it there. The hockey podcast. Right there, we go. That is it for episode twenty-three of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by Rock.co.uk and Alchemist Images. You can find us on Twitter at Rut Rugby, Instagram at Rut.co.uk, and just search Rut Rugby to find us on TikTok, like we mentioned, and on Facebook. You can visit our website, Rut.co.uk, for all of the latest rugby news and features, and links to all of our channels and our website can be found in the episode description. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to, rate, and share the podcast. Enjoy the weekend of rugby, and we will see you next week. Next week.